Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. And wow, we're back. We're back. Welcome to season two. Season two of Accidental Parenting. And you know what? They said this was would never last. <laughs> Who said that? No one said that. They. <laughs> Who's the they? collective they. I knew it would last. <laughs> so welcome back. Season two, Accidental Parenting. The timing of this is is quite interesting because we're right in the middle of what some might call the worst episode of Netflix's Black Mirror ever. I know. Coronavirus. The coronavirus quarantine, stay-at-home order, pretty much everywhere. All the schools have been canceled, so all parents are also now teachers. Yeah, we're all homeschooling. Well, I mean... (laughs) Some more than others. Our kids do... Our kids work on computers. I don't know if they do schoolwork on computers. They do a little... They'll do a little bit of schoolwork and then a lot of just playing. We actually... it's It's been a crazy couple of weeks, few weeks with all the kids at home, um, after we took our, our break from season one of, of Accidental Parenting, we had spring break here, and that was what, mid-March? Uh-huh. And just before we got out of spring break, so just before they went back to school, we got an email from their school saying, hey, we're closing for another couple of weeks. Well, they said until further notice. We and, didn't get yeah. an end date. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, that would be one of our children requesting screen time as we speak. Yeah, at least we have limits on it, but they just request more and we usually give it to them. Yeah. Um, so as we were saying, uh, the, the school sent an email, Hey, we're going to be closed. And that led to longer closures. And now school is closed for the rest of the school year. Yeah. So parks are closed. In fact, this was heartbreaking for us. Parks were closed. No, no pickleball, no volleyball. Oh, I miss it. Yeah. That was our Saturday morning, Friday evening, Saturday evening activities. And now we can't do that. So, but people are stuck inside, so maybe they'll listen to our podcast. There's nothing better to do. Yeah. (laughs) And unless you're in a beautiful state like Arizona where the weather's nice, we actually did set up a pickleball, not badminton. A badminton. We've been playing a lot of badminton. Badminton is a very difficult word to say. Because it's it's badminton. Yeah, no, I just say badminton. Oh no, you you got to pronounce the end. It's badminton. Mm. Badminton. Not gonna do it. <laughs> it's like Costco badminton. I thought you were gonna say badminton is a very difficult sport to play. And then you're talking about how to say the word. Uh, well, it's a very fun sport it to play. Fun. We've been playing with our older girls, and they've been getting they're getting better. much better. They can serve. They can. We can volley every now yeah. and then. It's it's a good time. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. We're spending a lot more time with our kids now that we're forced to. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is which is good and bad. They're great kids, but they still drive us crazy sometimes. Uh, we had actually, uh, uh, I have said actually like four times so far in this episode. I apologize to those listeners. We had a home transformation while we've started this coronavirus. Yeah, you've been doing some projects. I've been sewing. I've been making masks and gowns, and Cole has been adding a lot of shelving. Two very worthwhile projects. Yes. <laughs> shelving and the organization of making masks and gowns yes. for coronavirus. You want to explain what's going on there with the masks and gowns? Sure, yeah. So there are a lot of skilled nursing facilities in the Valley that did not have a stockpile of supplies. So as soon as this hit, 
they were not able to order more supplies and they were immediately in trouble. So they reached out to friends and family asking if people could make gowns and masks. And I've been organizing the nonprofit I work for. We had to close to the public. So some of those volunteers were able to start sewing from home. And um, I have probably 40 volunteers now who are sewing and surging and cutting. And we're all doing everything we can to get masks and gowns to these facilities um, because they or their residents are older and already sick, a lot of them. And they have COVID patients that are coming in and they're at risk and they need this protection equipment. It's really been cool to see this effort through through my eyes being here at home. My office is upstairs in our house and I can see every time someone drops a bag full of fabric or picks up up, uh, some finished masks. It's at least a few times a day. I joke with Aubrey that she's got a drug run going on. We've got so many cars coming and going, but (laughs) they've got a system set up where they have someone drop off a bag. Another person comes up and, and picks up a bag. It's, it's, it's quite the setup they have. And it's really cool to see that collective effort. And what about your projects? Making shelves. Yes. Also a very worthwhile endeavor. You made making... a classroom for the kids. Yeah. So first, awesome. uh, let's talk about the classroom because that came first. I, for a long time, we've had a playroom upstairs in our house and I'm not a huge fan of the playroom because they never actually play in it. And when they do, they it's leave a it a mess immediately. Yeah. and they, they'll play, I'll, I'll clean it up after them. Then they'll get their toys out and say, don't put these away. We want to play with these. And they don't come back to those toys for like two weeks. So it's just always a battle of play versus clean. Uh, so I transformed their playroom. I was sick of, of the kids having all of their homework, their school computers. On the kitchen table. On the kitchen table. Yeah. And every night we'd come home or not come home, come downstairs and be ready for dinner. And we'd have to get the kids to clear the table off, which is a pain in the neck to try to get kids to clean up at dinner time. So we uh, transformed the playroom into a little classroom. When you say we, you mean you. So I transformed the playroom into a little classroom. Put a couple of rolling desks in there that they can, you know, fit two at a, two at a desk, put some file cabinets, cleaned up a lot of toys. And I was surprised that when I did this, Goodwill was still open. I was able to drop off a lot of toys. And when I dropped things off, the donation line at Goodwill was so long. Yeah, everyone's doing home projects. Everyone's We're all stuck home. Out. May as well clean out the house, yeah. get rid of stuff. In yeah. addition to that, I've also added some shelving in a few of our closets. So you know how every closet, if, if you're not using it as a bedroom, it's like a storage closet. You're not hanging clothes in it, but it's set up to hang clothes. So I've been adding some shelves, making it a little bit more efficient for our purposes. Yeah, it's amazing. So now we, everything's so well organized. Yeah. And- if I wasn't OCD before coronavirus, it's official. Yeah, that's, it's made you. Coronavirus has made you. Officially. So let's talk about some of our plans for season two of Accidental Yeah, I'm Parenting. excited about this. We've been thinking about this for a while. We know a lot of women who are entrepreneurs who have started businesses and some guys, but a lot of women, right? And really cool businesses. And so we want to interview them kind of in the style of the How I Built This podcast, where mm-hmm. you interview someone about how they started their business. And But we're doing it from an accidental parenting perspective. Like, how did you do this as a mom with kids? Like, or as a dad with kids. Sure. If we end up inter- interviewing any guys, yeah. everyone I have scheduled is a mom. But yeah, if there are any guys, do yeah, same thing. Like, how did you do this as a parent? 
and still be able to be a good parent, right? Yeah. With all that comes with um, being an entrepreneur. So we've got several interviews lined up. We're excited to share these with you guys. And yeah, it's going to be really fun. Is that another screen another time screen request? time request? This time someone is requesting huh? Girls Hair Salon. Yeah, that's Gigi. Yeah. Girls Hair Salon app. That's worthwhile. Uh-huh. Glad she's spending Next. time on that. Yeah. Approve all day. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. So yeah, our first interview today, we're releasing it. Um, Brooke Giffen. She's a good friend of ours. She uh, she started... How did we meet Brooke? Um, that's a good, I, think I feel Tea, like we've known Tea, Brooke for a long time. Even before we knew Brooke, her parents every year for a lot of years had this epic Halloween party. Yes. Oh, and yeah. we went to that for a few years before we actually knew Brooke. I feel like we knew Brooke before that, but not well. Yeah. She started I um she started catering for LRMBA when I was working there mm-hmm. as a program manager and they did an amazing job. Their catering company, Gourmet Girls, um, amazing. And then they started this cookie company, Sweeties Company. Sweeties cookies, we're gonna talk to or just sweeties, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk to her about that. And then we're going to do a giveaway. So we'll give you guys some information about that after the interview. Current people in the room need not apply. Yeah, right. We don't we don't We've qualify. Eaten our share of cookies. That's true. <laughs> this week. That's true. All right. So here's Aubrey's interview with Brooke of Sweeties. Hello. We this is season two. Welcome to season two. It's exciting. And I have Brooke Giffen here with me for the first episode of season two. Say hello, Brooke. Hello. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. I've been wanting to interview you for a while, but this is actually better because we're going to do a series um, about moms who start businesses, mompreneurs, if you will. Right up my alley. That's right up your alley. (laughs) So you get to be our first. I'm excited. Um, Awesome. But first I want to introduce you. And I like to do that kind of awkwardly. Um, so can you tell us, before you tell us anything else about you, um, okay. what's the weirdest thing anyone's ever asked you to cook? Um, I wouldn't say that they've ever asked me to cook anything that weird, but we've had to um, sing. I, I studied music in college and all through high school, and I went to school on a music scholarship. And we oh, would that. have some clients. Yes, I'm like a classically trained. I thought I was going to be an opera singer, but spoiler alert, I ain't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we did have some clients who'd find that out about us and would have us um, sing. So there was one time where I was like making all these dinners for people who were on the board of directors for the Phoenix Art Museum. And they would like to bring in different like groups of people and they had the guy who was like um the director of the national endowment for the arts and he was also um like a big baseball fan so then bud selig who was the baseball commissioner he was there too so wigs yeah so the guy who was in charge of the national endowment for the arts he was also a producer for um angels in america and the producers and like big, huge Broadway shows. Wow. So I'm just like killing myself making dinner. And we were like making stuff there. You know, it was only you know, a very small dinner party. So we we're cooking at the residence. Lots of times we'll ha- we would have stuff prepared and then we just kind of would have to heat it up, but it wasn't like a full, like personal chefing type of a situation, which this one was. So we do that. And then I'm like literally washing dishes. And then I hear the host be like, Oh, Brooke. I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> so I'm like drying my hands off and then I have to go in there and sing and then come back and and then anyway and she would have me do it 
for every all of these the series of dinner parties for all these different people. And what did um, you sing? Like, did you just like um, oh, I have some a little something prepared? It was like you had no idea you were going to do it. You didn't have anything prepared. No, 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 no. That's the trick. Was that after like they did so many of them? It was like our shtick. Like, oh, gotcha. I would still be hustling though. Like that didn't change how much work I still had to be doing and like yeah. washing dishes and cutting things and making things was making sure everything was coming out all right. And then have to go in there and like Perform. do like a legit performance. <laughs> I, I think I sang, um, oh gosh, maybe this time, like uh, oh, a song from nice. Cabaret or something. I think it was something like that. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> Which I just saw at the end of, what's the show where they have that song at the end? There's a show the that I just finished watching and she performs that at the end of it. It's killing me that I can't think, oh, at Schitt's Creek. At the end oh, of Schitt's uh-huh. Creek, she performs that song, at least the last one that I saw. There's like another oh, season coming, okay. but, and she performs that song and it's amazing. Oh, that's cool. Oh. I'm envisioning you in like a dirty apron with like yes, meat blood yes. on it and you just walk out and perform that. But I imagine that's You're, not how, you, you removed are... the apron and then performed. It, no. It was on. <laughs> you leave it on. Be like, you know what? I'm a chef. Let's do this right. We, we did one thing. It was like for this interfaith breakfast or dinner or something for this. It was a big catering thing. And there was all these like heads of different churches and different community leaders. And, um, and then I was supposed to sing at that. And Frozen had just came up, come out. Okay. And so I go out there and bust out a little Frozen. Well, Let it go, guy, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, of course. So this, one, this one guy goes and he like commands the attention of the whole table. He's like, I was in Newport Beach when that when that first came out. And I looked at my wife and I thought, this is going to be a hit. And I, we're all like, yeah, no, no, does Einstein. Every, you know who also We all thought hit? that. Uh, yeah. Disney. Everyone yeah. knew. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> it's no big surprise. It wasn't like you saw some indie movie or like, you know, this, this. This, uh, yeah, like how I really felt after <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, where it's like, oh, this yes. is going to be big. That's a little more legit, like knowing it, but yes. come on, Disney, yeah. like the newest big yeah. Disney movie. Yeah, it's going to be big. Yeah. Like I saw Raising Arizona and I knew that I knew. those guys were going to have a, have a Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter were a they were going to have combo. Good careers. Yeah. <laughs> John Goodman was going someplace. Like it was not like that. Right. Okay, so you guys can probably tell from Brooke's stories that she is a caterer and, you know, involved in the food industry. We're going to get into all of that. But first, I want to introduce her a little more. I'm going to make some assumptions that I don't know about you, Brooke. And then you tell me if I'm wrong and just tell me the right answer. So first, I think that you have three sisters and one brother. Is that right? Incorrect. I have four sisters. I'm the oldest. And one brother or just four sisters? Just four sisters. My only brothers are my brother-in-law. It's a brother. Okay. And you were born in California, maybe? Arizona. Arizona. You've never left. You've never left the state. We left. I left. (laughs) Yeah. No, I have left. (laughs) I've gone on vacation. No. I lived in California for a little while, and we lived in Hawaii and Utah. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Born an Arizona native. Okay. Arizona native. I think your guilty pleasure TV show is Tiger King, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> um, like that's a great one i love that one um you know what i also love is retro game shows oh retro game shows yeah. i do yeah. so do you mean like game show network any old ones or is there a show called retro game shows there's a show called like um i think it's called comet okay or a channel that's called the comet channel and then there's another one oh shoot i can't remember the name of it so you just but mean like just, old episodes like, of like from, family yes. feud and oh yeah because you guys were on family feud i remember yes. i forgot about yeah, that family feud. 
I was never yes. able to see it because I didn't see it live. And then I could never oh. find a re- Do you have a recording somewhere? You need to send it to me. I want to um, see it. I think you can find it on YouTube or you can see people like saying good slash disgusting things about us. Or um... <laughs> I want to read all of those and I want to watch it. It's okay. The public, so the general public's interesting, but and, no more just like um, game shows that don't exist anymore. Like tattletales. Yeah. And then the, there's like a truth or lie match one. Game. Yeah. Match yeah. game. And the one where, mm-hmm. what's that called? It's like, they were lying um, about their profession to or not to tell the truth. I love all those. <laughs> I love all those old game shows for sure. You and I have yeah, that I love, like old movies. I really love like old stuff. Nice. All right. All the old stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have one last one for you. I think okay. that your high school crush was mm-hmm. Doogie Howser. Oh no, no. Never. No, um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say when I married my husband, we both looked at each other later on and we're like, yeah, I really thought I was going to have a jungle fever situation, but I guess I ended up with a whitey. So uh, you both felt that way. <laughs> yes. I was the same. My high school crush was Theo Huxtable, actually. Oh, yeah. He's very oh, responsible. Yeah. Very responsible. <laughs> so cute. Nice guy. <laughs> yes. No, just any, yeah. just any black guy. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I approve. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the boys to men style. Oh yeah, That's like that style. that feeling because yeah. I'd always. But then I thought, well, wait, they'll always be like better dressed and fancier than me. Right. You know, is that such uh, a that terrible feeling, generalization? That feeling like, you get yeah. from a boys to men guy. <laughs> yeah, like a good polo. You know. Yes. Really nice, like clean sneakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bright white, bright white sneakers. <laughs> I like the swagger. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to talk about your business. Um, So first, as far as I know, it started with Gourmet Girls Catering, right? Was that the first business you started? Yes. And you started it with your sisters? My sister, Hillary. Uh Okay. So she and I started it like um, almost 20 years ago. Okay. And in the beginning, we would just do stuff like like for... um, Friends parties. Gift cards. Yeah. Like people would say, oh, can you... we." can you do like a wedding? And we'd say, sure. And then they'd be like, well, how much can we pay? And I'm like a $50 gift card. And I'm like, I'm so stupid. That took days of days of work. But, <laughs> but you felt bad charging. Cause it was like, oh. yeah, cause we were just the beginning. And you know, yeah. I did um, work for a caterer in, when I lived in Utah, I had wanted to go to school, like culinary school, but I got scholarships for music. And so my parents were like, well, you should probably go for music because who knows if you're going to get another scholarship. And, um, this is your chance and you can always go back to cooking school, which is true. Um, yeah, so sounds anyway, like good so advice. I always, but, so yeah. I always wanted to cook. Like I always loved cooking and gotcha. loved being around food and all that kind of stuff. So that was always like a passion from when I was like eight years old. But what pushed you to, instead of like getting a job as a chef somewhere to like start your own business? Well, I had, I just started our family. We had just started our family. So I had, um, two kids right when it when we decided to start and we just thought it would be like a good like side gig like a side hustle gotcha. that would can't work be something can't work. I don't want to work full t- I mean I I would rather be poor and but get to be home yeah that was what my what I thought now I think just go freaking get a job <laughs> <laughs> no I mean it was it's it's wonderful, but you know what I mean? Like there's things where I think, Oh, it would, it would not have been so bad. It actually might've <laughs> been less time a week. spent. Yeah. <laughs> and then you expanded to this, you, um, so you had sweeties as a food truck first, right? Yes. We got a food truck and it trucked for one event and then it stopped trucking. So then we just did it out of our commercial kitchen where we would deliver warm cookies, um, to a really large delivery area. 
And then um, that was going pretty good. So we thought we should get a brick and mortar. Like that was the next step. So we did that and that we've been open almost a year. Awesome. And how is it going? Um, We'll talk about the coronavirus in a second. But (laughs) pre-coronavirus, it was going well, right? You're busy. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's still going pretty good. And you're still delivering. We we don't deliver now. We use like different delivery platforms like Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub. Okay. Gotcha. Um, So that is good. But um, it's, it's, it could be much worse. I'm grateful that we're still able to be open, that we're still able to get supplies, most everything we need, we've been able to find and um, we have good relationships with our different distributors and, and, you know, food delivery people. So that's been good. So it really could be you had to close your dining area, correct? Yes, but you we can moved still... all the tables out, but we have like a a drive up and order situation, and we're pro- we're working on um, a couple different things that we can make it you know a little bit more smoother or different avenues for people to order. But I mean, so far so good. I mean, well, who knows? Who knows how long this will last? At least a month. <laughs> uh, yes, at least a month. I know schools just closed for, to the end of the year, so potentially yes. a little bit longer, unfortunately. But you know, people always need cookies. You're still going to need yes. cookies. And actually, I feel like happy. this is a big comfort food time. Like, yes, what else are I we going to so do too. besides sit home and eat? I need some cookies. Well, and, and I, we, I have noticed a lot of people coming to pick up cookies to like deliver to neighbors or friends or grandparents or yes. um, like hospital staff or policemen, you know, those types of things. So it's, we've seen a lot of kindness and a lot of really beautiful gestures from people. So it's been, it's, it's, um, a huge blessing to be able to be on that side of it to, to see, see the that, altruism, you know, yes. yeah, because I know it would be a lot um, more difficult if I couldn't work and I was just at home and just worried. So I'm grateful for the, that I have a place to go and my kids work with us too. So we all kind of can get a break if we have a shift, you know, yes. <laughs> in different. So we're in different groups of each other. We're not all with each other in the house. So that's how many kids do you have and what are their five. ages? So I have five kids, the oldest is 20 and then 18, 17, 15, and 12. And are they all working with you? Um, right now, everybody has a shift here or there. Some of them work a lot more than others. The youngest one doesn't work as, you know, she'll come when we need her to, but she's actually a great worker. She's, she's, she's like right the best one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> so they're doing her online schoolwork. Online, yes. The, <laughs> nice. the middle daughter's painting her room and the older daughter, I don't know what she's doing. Um, but my like my oldest son usually doesn't, he got laid off of his job. And so he's picking up a shift tonight for us. So gotcha. that's I mean, kind of amazing. And it's still yeah, so family it's bonding my time. Nephews, yeah, my nephews work and then my sisters. So it's it's good. It could be a lot worse. So I do want to know, like, what's it been like starting a company with kids at home? Have you been able to see them more than you would if you're working full time? Um, You know, what's it been like? Um, I think the good thing is that they can work with us. But there were definitely times when I felt like, um, like, especially when we were building it, because we did as much build out work as we could ourselves. So I just, there were, I am in the very beginning when the shop opened, we were there for a lot. So I don't know. It was hard. I mean, that those, yeah. I look at the summer and it's a real blur because we were just working so much. Um, but then when we kind of got a little bit more established, a little bit better schedule, then the good thing is we all understand each other's need to be there for things for our kids. So we can, um, you know, take turns if somebody needs like I need to go to this school thing. I, so 
let me help do that and blah, blah, blah. So that kind of stuff is good. I would, I don't even know if it would be better to have a nine to five or not. Gotcha. Very different. I mean, yeah. Who all is different. involved now? It's still you and is it Hillary, your sister that started going? My sister Girls? Hillary and my sister Chelsea and uh, my other sisters work when they want to, but they didn't want to have the like financial partners. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, and are you so. still doing gourmet girls as well as sweeties? Yes. Okay. Until this, that really affected. Yeah. The coronavirus the, has um, affected corona. that a lot. Yes. Corona really put a wrench in a lot of weddings. <laughs> yes. Right. My niece was married so on zoom our, the other night. It's like, man. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) We all just like watched. She got married in my sister's living room, which was amazing. It was nice. You know, Hey, do what you got to do because you can't have big get togethers. So yeah, not a lot of catering orders these days, probably, but the sweeties is going strong. Yeah. So that has been, your sweeties is doing fine, but I mean, you know, it's all, I don't know. I always say like it, it it could be worse, but that is really like my motto. (laughs) It could like be worse. It could always be worse. So be grateful for what you have. That's true. That's actually take, a good perspective. It could take a turn at any minute. <laughs> right. It could always be worse. Good point. It really would. <laughs> so how is it with your kids? Um, yeah. So just yesterday for us, the governor shut down, um, did like a stay at home order. So kids are at home. That's a little more, we're a little more affected lately. Um, what, yes. how is it working to be, um, uh, like your kids are coming and, and working some, but, um, how is like the, being a homeschool yeah. mom and running a business? How's that going? Um, it's challenging because I'm, I'm not the strictest parent. I know that's going to be really hard for you to believe. <laughs> Shocker. But, um, With everything I know about you, that really surprises me. <laughs> um, so I do kind of expect them to be responsible for a lot of their stuff you know, and I will check up on them, but I, I mean, they're old. They should be in charge of what they need to do. And that's part of being a big kid. So I would say I am not like, I look at some people who have like very strict schedules for every day, but because we're working, there's, I can't do that. You know, today is my day off and I went, you know, did some deliveries for people of just groceries that they needed and then came home. And now after this, we'll help paint. And then we'll probably do some laundry, make dinner, and then I'm checking to make sure everybody's doing their homework, but we don't have like a, and at 11.15, we do our outside activities. No, and then not at so 12, much. we do schedule. our lunchtime. Yeah, there's no schedule. I wrote up a schedule <laughs> like that, uh, that we followed it for like an hour and then uh, <laughs> it was like done. So it's, it's posted, but no one's followed it yeah. at all. <laughs> like truly my biggest thing is like, I cannot let them get nocturnal, which is real easy. Mm, when yes. you have a lot of teenagers, like they just want to stay up till way late and then sleep all, all they do, like. Yeah, they just want to, and they're really all into Animal Crossing. What is so that? That's, it's like an app? It's a, no a game is. on, okay. it's on the Nintendo Switch. Is it I like Frogger? It, it sounds like Frogger. It's, no, it's, I think it's like a Sims, like you make your own universe, but there aren't any like prostitute options. the younger kid version of Sims, Sims slash Frogger. There's nothing else. There's you're nothing to do a, with animals garden, crossing a road. It sounds like, like, um, no, like you're building a town. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, Hey, yeah. you know, whatever keeps them yeah, busy. So they're all as long as they're not it. doing it till 3am. I mean, it's like a huge thing. That's, That's I think what happened last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, wake up, wake up. <laughs> okay, everyone was up all night building their online towns. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So Brooke, town for their animal people share, um, <laughs> yeah. info, like if, if people want to order cookies from you, you want to support mm-hmm. this local business, um, what's, 
you know, website, social media info. We'll post it as well on our um, Instagram and Facebook, but um, tell it to us here as well. You can call us at 623-734-6082. We're at Happy Valley and 19th Avenue. And um, we're on Instagram uh, at Sweetie Sweets, um, S-W-E-E-T-E-E-Z, Sweets. And we're also on Facebook, the same. So you can find us all those places. Okay, perfect. And, and we'll you, link to it yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 But I mean, we make delicious cookies and we also have like ice cream, flavored sodas. So we're trying to you know, make it, I mean, when we could sit inside, you could come and play games with your family, hang out. We'd have a whole bunch of like ladies who would come, um, when they're put their kids down and have a, have a soda pop and talk oh, about fun. their day. We have people, um, different businesses come and use some of the space to have meetings. So it's a good, like fun, like happy environment. So that's always nice to go to work with at a place that looks like that. And yeah. they are the best cookies. <laughs> They're way better than crumble or whatever. I don't know, whatever the other ones are. Cause I've had them at a few like kind. baby showers <laughs> and um, our friend Taya, when she has parties, she has them there. They're so much better. I like put them in well, my pockets and you. sneak them and take them home. <laughs> so good. I so, always yes. like it. I'm, I don't tire of eating them. No. And if you had this on video, you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I also don't tire of eating them. We, uh, we're actually, we're going to do a giveaway. So we'll figure out some details. We're going to post like a giveaway on our info and you could link to it. And so you guys check out our Instagram so you can find out how to get a box of awesome. Sweeties cookies so that you can try them. You're hearing from me how great they are and you need to try them. You need to see yes. it for yourself. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, well, Brooke. Thank you, Aubrey. We're going to play a game. Are you ready? We always end with a game. Yes. And this is the game we're going to do. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> we are going to each name cookies one at a time until someone okay. can't think of another one. So you have the advantage here a little bit, but we're going to have a little bit of oh, a stipulation. Yeah. You cannot like repeat something too similar. Like if you said chocolate chip, I couldn't say chocolate chip walnut, like too similar, oh, okay. right? It's got to okay. be like yeah, a, a, a more different cookie. Um, and okay. you can't say, like, if someone says sugar cookie, you can't say sugar cookie with sprinkles or sugar cookie with Lucky Charms on top. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like stupid. I would, never, I would never have an answer like that anyway. That's okay, let's easy. hope. Let's Clearly, I thought you were going to, or I wouldn't have felt like I needed to clarify. So now you know never. what I think of you. <laughs> okay, I'm a, so. I'm a seasoned game show professional. Let's go. <laughs> I did. I, you have the, you know, the... Um, leg up because you make cookies all day every day but I yes. didn't know that this was the game we were going to play so I had a chance to like think of a few cookies at least yeah that's true that's so true so we're maybe so it's probably the field, field has been leveled yeah yes though now I'm giving you time to think so let's start you go yeah, first okay okay Milla wafer oatmeal frosted oatmeal chocolate peanut butter ginger snap snickerdoodle chocolate chip sugar wafer sugar cookie now, oh, I was going to think E.L. Fudge, but can we do a brand name? <laughs> yeah, I think so, because we know, we all know what you mean when you say E.L. Fudge. <laughs> yeah, dipped in fudge, made by elves. <laughs> <laughs> all right, E.L. Fudge, I'll accept it. Homemade Oreos. Though I guess I could have just said oh Oreos. Oh my gosh, I but... just was about to think cr cookies and cream. Yeah, but I honestly thought next say cookies and cream. That's similar. Just the same, it's too similar. New cookie. Yeah, okay, about a shortbread. Okay, yeah. Okay. Cinnamon swirl. Okay, is that it? Okay, yeah. Um, how about a? Have you ever heard of those pfeffernoose cook cookies? Yes. They start with a P and an F. Yes. Like, 
I, I know exactly German what you're talking cookies. about. They're nasty. I don't like them, but that's an acceptable answer. I've never had one, but I like that they're covered in um, in powdered sugar and then have what black pepper in them. Yeah, mm mm. They're like the yeah. some you'll see them called um, wedding cookies or something. So Irish are like the powdered uh-huh. sugar, kind of a shortbread-ish cookie. I a lot of people love them. Oh, not, uh-huh. not for me. Okay, let me think oh, here. Actually, I used to make those Mexican wedding cookies. Yes, right. It's similar. It's like isn't real it? buttery and crumbly. Yeah, like the short dough. There's like not a lot of big. Yes, pieces. but some of them are like weird. Like some will be like gingery tasting, and some are like licorice tasting or something weird. Easy. Yes. Yeah, and I don't want to, I don't, I'm not a fan of the licorice taste, even though no. I like fennel, but not like, not my in a cookie. like black licorice. And I always think, what did you do wrong? Right. To have exactly. to like that. <laughs> no, why? Cole loves black licorice. Uh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm less of a fan. No, no, I'll pass. Yeah. I'll pass on the yeah. licorice. Okay, it's my turn. Maybe I'm going to say, boy thing. okay, maybe. I'm going to say mint chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good. One. I was going to say M&M cookie. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, monster mm-hmm. oatmeal oh. cookie. Is that different from what we've said? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that's good. How about a lem- wait? Did we say lemonade? I don't think I have said lemon cookies. Okay. You guys make lemon some cookies? serious lemonade cookies. Those were delicious. Those Do you still good. make those, or was it like a temporary? Um, that's thing? A, a seasonal. Oh, okay. Type of a deal. Springtime, mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll need to know when those are happening again. I'm, I'm going to need some more of those. Yeah, those are those are real good. Okay, let's see. Uh, um, we also just made a key lime cookie that was really really good. Oh, I didn't get a chance to try those. I hope you recycle that one. Um, some people really I mean they're like that's my favorite you never know what somebody's gonna think is their favorite you know I like those that have like tart soured lemon lemon and lime cookie Mm -hmm. I think those are delicious but I also love a good chocolate cookie really there are very few cookies I don't like except for those fifferness or whatever weird ones (laughs) yeah yes 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 okay let me no one blames you I may be I may be out I'm trying to think of something different enough and I have a feeling you have oh what about like a chocolate um what are those called a snickerdoodle we did totally different. Very you did say snickerdoodle. snickerdoodle. Peanut butter mm-hmm. with the Hershey kiss on top. Oh, a peanut butter blossom? That's different. Yes, peanut butter blossom. Yeah, that's good. And I was going to say black and white. Oh, yeah, those are really good. Uh, okay, I think maybe I'm out. Yeah, those are you good. win. I mean, it was obvious you were going to win. <laughs> I bet there's still a million cookies. I can't think of any more. Do you still have like 10 in your mind? Like I was thinking, uh, we're, our cookie of the month this month is a oatmeal butterscotch chocolate chip cookie. Oh, that, that is really amazing. Good. A lot yeah, of yours, you, and, you like open them, you like tear them in half, and there's all this warm, gooey like yes. fudge or something in the middle. That's, oh, so good. well, and we can we do stuff our cookies, so you could come and then get a cookie stuffed with marshmallow, caramel, or hot. Oh, gotcha. Fudge. So then they open it, and all that oozes and out. Those are of it. ridiculous. That yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of on top, and and so yes, so it's not, but it's like more you kind of poke a hole and put it in there. I see. Okay. Um, I've at seen Christmas on, time we did a gingerbread um, cookie that was really good. Oh, yeah. Cole would love gingerbread that. Gingerbread with, with ginger marshmallow cookies. on it was insane. Ooh, that does sound better. I, ginger is like, meh, but maybe with marshmallow, like that, that I mean, that it sounds amazing. It was like, uh, like the best gingerbread. Like it was because we used tons of molasses. It was a really annoying cookie to make, but it was delicious. That's so good. I love when, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know her name, but the girl that does AZ Foodie will post your cookies and she'll have like four of them that she tears in half and you just see all the, oh my gosh. So it's like, I'll like watch her oh, little yeah. videos yeah, over yeah. and over. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she is awesome. You should interview her. She's really, she is really, yes, I should. she's, she's she a very, seems, uh, I love her posts. Yeah. I know she loves you guys. She posts about you a lot, but of course, I mean, why wouldn't she? Yeah, she does a great job. For sure. Oh. Yeah. Well, she's 
she's super nice. But what I, I think is also great about her is that she just loves food. So it's not necessarily like she's going to be like a critic or a critiquing the food, but she just like seems to really enjoy the experience of it. And she likes the people who do it. So I feel like it's an, it was like a breath of fresh air when she started her way because most people were like rating and giving stuff like I like this I hate that da, da, da. and mm. she would say what she liked and what she didn't like but it wasn't like a, in a mean-spirited way or in a trying to pick apart way and I feel like that has become more of the norm than when she first began it was like oh. I think she was just her you know yes for sure that's so much better yeah. like tell me what you love you know it doesn't need to be critical yeah. yeah I feel like food critics it used to be much more like to to let you know what was bad and now it's more like let you know what I like. Keep it more positive, I a guess, positive spin. Because also it's so subjective. Who knows? You know, like why does, why do our husbands like black or licorice? It seems ridiculous. I would rather like chew glass, but <laughs> <laughs> my husband feels the same way about a cho- like chocolate. He does not like chocolate. And I think, are you Cole crazy? doesn't really like chocolate either. Yeah. Sounds like our husbands are like the same person. Maybe on, this, black yeah, maybe on the same wavelength. Yeah. Just yeah. like they're <laughs> tight. They have the same taste buds somehow. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man. Uh, you won the game for sure. <laughs> I'm not shocked. I should have made a long list and I could have cheated and just read them off a list. Then I might've won. <laughs> I probably still would have, have lost. You could have. But I'm, I'm proud of you for not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I'm not going to cheat. Way to be honest. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shoot. I've eaten enough cookies in my life. I should be able to think of a million. Um, thank you for being yeah. here today, Brick. Thank you for letting me yes. interview you. This was really fun. It was interesting to learn more about your um, business. Yes. It's Welcome been a little glitchy. I think everybody's on Zoom, like every kid is on Zoom for their live meetings. So we'll see if Cole can clean it up some, Um, but apologies to everyone. If there's ever any weirdness, it's because of the internet (laughs) and not because of Brooke or I. Yeah, it has has nothing to do with me or her. No, it's all the internet. <laughs> it's all the slow internet. I know usually yeah. Zoom's pretty good and smooth, but it's been really like freezing and weird stuff. So meh. Yeah. It's because we'll every see. kid's online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. Everybody come and look at our Instagram so you can find out how to get a free box of cookies. And yes. hopefully we'll figure out how to get Uber Eats or somebody to take it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll figure for it out. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. Have a good day. Um, good luck with the coronavirus. Thank you madness. very much. Thanks for having me, Aubrey. Yes. Talk to you later. Wow, what a great interview. Great job. Thank you. Oh, That's... Brooke's so funny and amazing. Like, yeah, I, I knew it would be good. Yeah, <laughs> and, and thank so you fun. to Brooke for participating in our little project here. I'm surprised that Aubrey decided to go with that game. Yeah, what was I thinking? You go, it's like, what is the line from Princess Bride? Never gamble with a Sicilian when, when death, death is, is on, on the, the line. line. Never play a cookie naming game with a caterer. Well, with a, someone who owns, someone a, cookie who owns a cookie business, a cookie so. company. It's true. I've often said that my dream job would be a either a, a like a talk radio show DJ. host, yeah. DJ, radio show host, talk show host, podcast host, podcast host. <laughs> um, I think another dream job would be just coming up with the unique names for different cookies. Oh. Right? Because, like, Brooke all, does all these, like, really fancy and holiday-themed really cookies. Ones. Like, yeah. I think I'd be good at coming up with the, the names. You could be the cookie consultant, just yeah. coming up with the names. Yes. Brooke, if you're listening to this, I may be looking for a job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, right? Everyone may be looking <laughs> for a job. Everyone might. Coronavirus. We'll see, we'll see what uh, happens. All right. So, yeah, we're going to do a giveaway. So, yes. come check out our Facebook and our Instagram. 
tag a friend. You'll get an entry for each friend you tag. Mm -hmm. And tag Sweetie's Cookies, right? Go check them out. Check out their Instagram, their Facebook, and order cookies from them if you have not before. They're amazing. Yeah, and we are limiting this giveaway to... Yeah, I think local. Local like, anywhere we'll, in the Phoenix if metro will area. To you, awesome. If not, we'll go pick them up and drive them to you. We'll personally deliver them locally within, yes. uh, yeah, Phoenix, the Phoenix radius. Right. Well, you can so, leave them on your porch for a little while in case you're worried about bringing infection. To in your the house. 13 listeners who don't live in Phoenix, I apologize. <laughs> if you win, which you won't, we'll send you something nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening and tune in to next. Yeah, Episodes. next Monday, we're going to drop another interview. Monday. We could plug it really quick. All right, it's what is it? our friend Erin Colby in California. She had Ooh. a really cool company. Her, She and her co-founder, uh, partner, are both going to uh, be on the podcast for an interview. So yeah. you can hear that next Monday. Should be a good one. Thanks for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.